Greetings and welcome back to the O2Lit Podcast. This is your host, Matt. As always, I'm thanking you for coming through, catching the vibes, and being enlightened through literature. Um, Yeah, we didn't have an episode this past um, Monday, but I hope y'all went back and y'all listened to this past episode. And all of these, all of these episodes, honestly, because now I'm starting to have to go scroll through what we done did because, yeah, it's been a lot. It has been a lot. I can find. But the cost of commitment? Oh, yeah. Reggie, Maya, Zakin, Q. Yeah, they came through and really gave that perspective, asked those type of questions, Reggie, with the wisdom on getting that stable family unit. Man, listen, it was a lot on that episode. And it was one of those ones where I could just sit back and listen to them. Just let y'all go. (laughs) Let y'all go at it. And it brought that that genuine conversation. So to all of you, um, that I just named. Thank you again for coming. Um, and for those who have been on, thank you again. I'm going to always thank you because it's, it's, I never take it lightly to have y'all on. So, yeah, y'all making this, this season what it is. And I'm humbled. Um, not today. Today, today. I am grateful to be sitting down with someone, as I told her, that I can learn from. Um, seeing her really, where I, I always want to know where things start. I want to say social media, but then we met via my guys over at the podcast. And what's up, fellas? Naturally, Cam, Barry, Jay, Silk, and just from there, you know, being able to from afar. See what you about. See see the see the content you put up, and you know <clears throat> it's not superficial posts with you most times. <laughs> um, you know you you really, I have really you know gravitated to the to the history and to the knowledge um, that you you bestow upon us, and I I'm just grateful to have Mother Mela with me today. What's good? What's, What's up? Going? I'm glad to be here. Yeah, yeah. finally. Fin- yeah, <laughs> this has this has been a long time coming, and hey, yeah, 
as always. When you, <laughs> when you get on, you it's for you. So I'm. It is what it is. <laughs> and I'm grateful. I'm so grateful. I'm glad to have you. Um, just being able to talk to you off off air, as y'all can hear, I got my teleport, and it's that tiny port. They they was out of regular port, so got this, and it's pretty smooth, and I think it's gonna get me worse than the other. One. But anyway, um, uh, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, how this is about to go. <laughs> Like that that just threw me but I'm Well I'm, first I have a confession. Oh, what up? Okay, so when I first met you mm-hmm. uh, at the podcast, mm-hmm. um yeah they was like, Oh, this this mad, whatever like that. So mm-hmm. I'm like, Okay, yeah, that's mad. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't register in my head until you told me like what the name of your your podcast was. Mm-hmm. And so I was like Oh, too lit. Oh, I like that name. Okay. And then I went on Instagram and I was like, oh, too lit. And I was like, damn, his name is Matt. <laughs> oh, Matthew Odom. Mm-hmm. Oh, too lit. Like, yes. <laughs> I had like a blind moment. And it's okay. Um, I said that I had to say that just to say because I'm leading up to. My quiz that I want to give you. Yeah, she she said I got a pop quiz today, y'all. Okay, so I'm not a good test taker. So <laughs> everyone knows I'm big on history, whatever. And um, actually, it's no coincidence that me and you met, mm-hmm. and we're actually working together right yeah. now. Yeah. So um, I want to go back, and I just you're a junior, right? The second. Yeah. That's what's on my birth certificate. Yeah. The second. Okay. So I want to talk about. Your father. Ah, oh, hey, pops. <laughs> okay, so, um, do you know what your father was most known for when he was a kid? Singing. Mm, yeah, it's one more thing. Like every year, consistently, he did as a kid, and he was most known for that particular thing. Every year, let's go through my mental as you told me. <laughs> as a as a kid. Yeah, as a youngin. As a youngin. Mm, I don't know. I'm going to be safe to say I don't know. I don't, don't know? What did he do? Okay, so your dad was most known for his um, voice. Mm-hmm. And um, he was most known for a particular speech that he used to give. Right, every... it was the king? Yes. I have it. Yes. Ah, man. <laughs> <laughs> should have known that because he he oh okay that's a cheap shot because everybody used to tell me growing up boy your dad looked like martin luther king yeah i'm like and yeah then he looked like him he and did. he knew how to sound like him he gave that yeah, speech he did that <laughs> okay start for you because that that you should have known i should have known you should have said i should have known because that I was about to say Carolyn, because I'm like, what is he? He's singing, so what he doing on you? Every <laughs> like Yoda <little> something. <laughs> Going around the neighborhood. <laughs> Wish you a Merry Christmas? Okay, I know. Okay, that's, and with history, that's dope yeah. that you have that, that fun fact. And I can believe it, because he literally, and I, Cam can attest, we sat in church one time, and he delivered that minimally looking at that paper. Mm-hmm. And he, like she said, Delivered that mm-hmm. speech as if it was, Martin. Like you, like whoa. Yeah. 
Daddy? Martin, Martin threw him. <laughs> and that's, that's, hey man, I'm a drink to that. I like it. Are you out? I'm out. Uh, Deacon water something. We got it. I'm a drink to it. But yeah, I had to say that because. That's hard. Our parents went to school together. So no. Yeah. You didn't, I know you didn't know that, but didn't I, knew that. I knew that. Because I'm a historian. I'm supposed wow. to know that. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's hard. Off air, so we're going to yeah. talk about that. So that's why I say it's not a coincidence. Like, this is. D- yeah. I'm shook. Okay. <laughs> wow. This is a divine intervention. Yeah. Yo. <laughs> okay. Chill, huh? I'm about to. I gotta shake that because we gotta get into it. Wow. Okay, we are gonna talk about that later though. I'm gonna. Re- I want to revisit it, but that just means that this conversation is gonna mean that much more. I believe it. Wow. <laughs> oh, we're in for a treat, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, yes, yes. Now, as you said, you are a historian. Spotlight on you. What? What? Please tell the people if you want them to find you. <laughs> How can oh, they find you? Find me on Instagram. I'm on there every day. And I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> tag her in, in this post and the in the promo and the um episode. So y'all will be able to find her. But for those who are lazy or haven't been able to get at you, where where can they find you? Um yeah, so you can find me rebuild.savannah on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um I also have a Facebook page um on on Facebook. Uh, it's called Rebuild Savannah. Just Rebuild Savannah. And my logo has like ants on it. It's black and white. Hmm. It says Rebuild mm-hmm. Savannah and Unchained Reaction. Dope. So, yeah. Get at it. That's Learn me. something. <laughs> Learn something. You and you will. So, and I can attest. You will. And today we're all going to dive into a history lesson. Um,. Today we are talking, as y'all can see, we're talking about A Mighty Long Way um, by Carlotta Walls Lanier, who is the youngest of the Little Little Rock Nine, a group of African-American students who in 1957 were the first black students to ever attend classes at Little Rock Central High School in Little Rock, Arkansas. She was the first black female to graduate from Central High School. That's hard. And honestly, if memory serves, and let me fact check myself before I say anything in front of a historian. (laughs) That's the worst thing you want to do is, oh, she's still alive, ladies and gentlemen. So, racism isn't that far removed. Oh, of course. And yeah, we're getting into that today. I hope you already, just go ahead and strap in, because that's what... Yeah, I remember. Let's talk. We gonna we gonna get into it. So, as always, we gave you that tidbit of who she is because this is her memoir. This she is giving a firsthand account of her experience of integrating this this school, and she accounts the links that people went to to prevent these nine students from integrating said school. And when you read this. Notice I said when you read this. <laughs> you, it's as if you're in a time time warp. You're going back in time. You're seeing it. And as Cam said, I can see these books like movies. And it's, it's bone chilling because people's lives were in danger. Mm-hmm. Every day. 
and I don't want to get into it quite yet, but <sighs> listen. I hope y'all ready. I, I just hope, I hope y'all ready because this is going to be a powerful one. And I don't say that because I'm me or I'm biased. Like, looking at what we're going to talk about and the personalities and brains that are at this table. <laughs> I'm stoked. <laughs> All right, so let's start it. Our first, our first topic is simply this. Education is priceless. That's facts. It's priceless. And for you assholes that just said, but you got to buy the book. Listen, <laughs> you can rent the book, whatever. But the fact that you can obtain knowledge, books, <clears throat> websites, whatever. It's, it's more accessible now than it was back in the day. You can literally find out whatever you want right. on the internet. If you know how to code, you can know more than most. <laughs> but education itself is priceless. Me personally, I talk all that shit, but I might I, I probably wouldn't have went to college. Maybe if I if I if I did it again. But having the going the path I have, I've learned so much. And not even in a workbook or a textbook, I'm talking about in life, like in my profession, working with people, because we said education, we ain't talking about just in the classroom. You learn in life. Experience is the best teacher. It's priceless. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't have ups and downs, but even in school, you ain't ace every test. <laughs> You didn't study for everything. You didn't. You can't. You can study all you want to for life, but it's gonna always give you your twists and turns, and that's what's the beauty of it. As a scholar and as a historian, it's there's a certain advantage. That we have over life (laughs) because of what we know. Sometimes when people ask you how you do that, I learned. It's the it's the will to want to know more. A lot of people don't have that. A lot of people are (laughs) don't do that. A lot of people are they want knowledge, but they don't know about. How, ways to get in it mm-hmm. and like I tell people all the time they're like how do you know this stuff how do you remember it we grew up with encyclopedias mm-hmm. a lot of people grew up with just google mm-hmm. so, ask Jeeves yeah ask Jeeves <laughs> I remember that that was before google <laughs> before YouTube <laughs> so we grew up with actually knowing step by step how to research how to mm-hmm. get to the root of words mm-hmm. how to study latin because it's the prefixes and the suffixes of words and stuff like that a lot of people you don't study know latin oh, back in the day oh, when man. i was in elementary yeah oh man so wow okay 
So a lot of people don't know how to research. And they don't want to research because we're in this micro, you know, microwavable world where... Scrolling your timeline is not research. Uh, it can be. It can be. It can be. It can be. I, and I mean that from a point of get multiple sources. Yeah, yeah. And people, Different perspectives as well. And I don't mean between apps, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's some investigators it out is. there through apps. Like Goodness gracious. <laughs> and education at all is priceless. Yeah, I mean. Depend, it don't even matter what. Field or. Yeah, your motive, yeah. Mm-hmm. education itself, and no, we're neither condoning nor condemning any illegal activity here. At learning is learning, okay? It's what you want it to be. <laughs> yeah. The bad thing about our school system, we don't really learn shit. Oh, definitely. We don't learn what we need to learn. A squared plus B squared equals... I never used that. See, I ain't even using this shit. Never. A waste of time. I feel like also going through core classes in college is a waste of time, too. I wouldn't say that. Okay. Come on. Because I feel like you need core classes. For one, to take the stress off of your regular classes. Okay. And for two... You may find an interest that you never knew that you had. It's a okay, so it's a, another opportunity to ignite a flame. Yeah. All right. It's a learning experience, like more hands you. on. But that's more money. But you, you never know, know that core class could teach you something that could make you more money. Hmm. Touche. I've said that twice to you today. That's why. <laughs> Keep going. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, education is priceless. Shout out to Auntie Tab. Tabitha Brown. Shout out to she I saw the day she she nominated for two Emmys. Yeah. That's hard. Did you see that Halloween costume though? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I am she was Maxwell with the knees, so you know that video of Maxwell. Yes, I go in. Oh my gosh. Her up, she had the afro and everything. <laughs> no, nah, that's God is blessing her because she really she really is doing what she <laughs> You see it? <laughs> she really is doing the damn thing. I really do want to get her book. I want to get her book Feeding the Soul. I hear she's very genuine. Um, my cousin just met her, hugged her, and everything. Um, and we were talking about it last night, matter of fact. Um, she was like, she's very, you know, a people a people person. Personable. Uh, like, yeah. You know, like, most people are like, sign this book, buy this book, get out my face. And okay. she wasn't like that. That's what she said. All the clips I've seen, she, ha- she having these hearty laughs with yeah. these fans. Like, they family. Like, right. Yeah, you feel right at home. And that's that's... It's priceless because mm-hmm. she's teaching again. She you're Give learning something yeah. from her. You're learning how to be that pure like like you can't really say nothing bad about that. Mm-hmm. I implore all parents. This is your reminder. This is your sign. 
reinforce the education with your child. Teach them what you know ain't being taught at that school. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to teach them to have that filter and not disrupt the class when they start teaching such things, mm-hmm. that's on you. However, I've never had a filter. I can imagine. <laughs> Somehow, I, like, I can imagine that. Yeah, I was the Cardi B in class. Ooh. Like, I was that kid. Ooh. And I had a second grade teacher. And I'm going to say this because I remember everything. She was from Pennsylvania, Philadelphia. And her name was Christina Martin. She was Ooh. Caucasian. Ooh. <laughs> and she wore glasses with a little ball. Oh, shit. And she did not like me because <laughs> I challenged her a lot. Well, that's about white. Yeah. Literally about white. <laughs> that's horrible if I have any white listeners no I love you all but some of your tribe is not African American friendly mm-hmm. so. it is what it is call it how we see it and you got two ra- would you consider yourself a radical oh most definitely yes sir <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're going to have you back on a few episodes. <laughs> I got a lineup coming. <laughs> um, okay. We can we can drive this point home. Education is probably, We could talk this whole episode about different forms of education. Honestly, we we could. But I don't want to beat the beat the um head the horse. You know, I just I want you to understand that, you know, these people did they risk their lives for education. Mm. It's election season. Mm-hmm. Did you? All right. I don't like politics. Mm. I don't like politics. We could talk politics. I don't like politics. You do I, like politics. Kinda. Everyone likes politics. Everything is poli- poli- political. Is political, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I hate when people say that. Because your whole life depends on it. Your kid's life like depends on politics. It. How about that? But yeah, you could say it like that. But, I mean, you can't avoid it. I voted. Sense. So. And it was really on some. We really just can't let Herschel get up in that office just, like, blatantly in Z-daddy. there. Z-daddy. Yeah, we can't. <laughs> For real. <laughs> y'all can't tell me y'all ain't see Z Cross on when he put up that sheriff badge. But I just I just couldn't stomach it. Like, bro. I I, I get him I just don't give him a chance. And that's really what my head was at. All the rest of it, I voted for most people who look black. I mean, who sounded black. Like if you got a quote unquote in your name, yeah, I'm fucking with you. Right. You wanna be called that. Now that can we even talk about this? I don't know. Yeah. I about to say, now the Oriental that is going for Secretary of State, I don't know much about politics. So, y'all choose who you who you want. Just don't choose Herschel. Oh, my God. Please don't. Just choose somebody else. He but just looks big and dumb. Education is priceless. <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're telling you. And this is going to come out mm, Friday. So, yeah, if you haven't early voted... Make it your business to go go cash your ballot, man. Just just go ahead and do it. If you don't want to, I can't make you. But it is what it is. And the most important election is the one in your community. So if you're going to vote for anything, if you don't really care about presidents, yeah, you should care about the Senate. Um, 
(laughs) But the most important one is the one in your community because um, if we go back to 2020 and you know what hell of a year that was with the pandemic, with the Ahmaud Arbery, um, and the George, everything that went on. That that was a wild year. You notice that there was one thing that we should have learned, which is everything relies on our mayor and our governor. Yeah. And also our senator, because that's our state. Yep. So forget what the president says. Whatever they say goes. Because here's the thing. And it's the presidential election that, that took me on the other side of that fence of I don't really care to vote. Because I literally saw, literally with all four of my eyes, saw Hillary win popular vote. Mm-hmm. What? And I say it, I'm going to stand on the hill, and if they cancel me, y'all know why. Get rid of the electoral college. Mm-hmm. It is an insult to every African American in this country to have the electoral college. I don't feel like going down that hole. <laughs> yeah, you could be here all day. I don't feel like going down that hole. But all is the same, man. It's an important election for sure. So do your due diligence. Get the absentee valid if you can. You're gonna be standing that long ass line come the eighth. That's really why I didn't wanna wait that long. I don't do lines. I don't really like lines like that. Education is priceless. Nevertheless, moving on. Ooh. Hmm. The fact that we're reading this book by Miss Lanier, um, it's humbling. Because one, she's still alive, like we said. She She's still breathing this air with us. Watching all of this shit unfold around us like her. And the second thing was every individual has the power to make a difference. Yes, this is my empowerment segment of the show. Um, a lot of times we get caught up in notoriety. Hmm. We want to be known. We want our name out there. We want to have that spotlight. But sometimes, and most times, the best work is done behind the curtain. I feel that. (laughs) When you go to watch movies... You watch movies, you don't watch the whole movie. You enjoy the entire movie, start to finish. Credits that come on, lights came up, you out the door before the first score done went off. But do you know how many names is on them credits that you walking out of? And each one of those people chipped in to make this movie the experience it just was. So yeah, you might know the main characters, the and I'm gonna talk about Avengers because that's what's popping up in my head. Um, the the Robbie Downing Jr. Juniors, the Scarlett Johansons, the Chadwick Boseman, God rest his soul, um, and all these different characters. We know them, 
but it's those that was behind the scenes in the computer room making sure that the shit looks somewhat dope <laughs> of graphics like it's little pieces that make up the whole whole every individual has the power to make a difference now some of us not gonna say us Uses. Uses. <laughs> we don't walk in that role. We shy away from that role. We think that role is too big for us. No matter what scale you're on, you might think it's too big for you. But listen to me. Because a lot of you didn't know about this before we talked about it. If somebody brought this up in conversation to you, you'd be like, what? Who was that? Who, who you talking about? The little who? This was a group of kids whose houses were bombed in an attempt for them not to come to school with white people. I'd say that's pretty notable. And a lot of kids backed out. They saw what what, because it was mobs. It was, they had to get actual military to escort them into school, like, and the abuse didn't stop when they walked in the doors. And that's what a lot of people fail to realize. You see that part of the story. She tells about how getting spit on, people people hitting you in the hallway, running up and hitting you in the hallway and, can, and get away with it. And you can't lose your cool because then they're going to kick you out. And then you wonder, is it worth it? It's definitely worth it. It's worth it. I mean, without struggle, there's no progress. Mm-hmm. So you listening. I actually... Are you shying away from anything? Like, something that's compelling you to do something, like, but you like, nah, I don't want to. It's easier not to. Um, For a good purpose, not because I don't, you know, I ain't talking negative, so that should be implied. I wouldn't say I'm not that type of person. Mm Mm-hmm. I feel like, um, especially like my birthday time, which mm-hmm. was like last, well, two months ago, September. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my time of reflecting. And I know most people reflect at the end of the year. I feel like that's the end of my year. Mm-hmm. I'm turning a new age. So I kind of shy away from people during that time. Um, I'm trying to accomplish all the goals that I want done by that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and if sometimes if I don't get them done as fast as I want them to be done, I kind of get, you know, in my feelings or feel a certain type of way. So, again, I will shy away from people <laughs> during that time because I don't really like to put that on other people. Like, if I'm going through something, I probably would hide. But um, I like to challenge myself, mm-hmm. so to speak. Uh, if there's something that I know I want to do or I'm a business person so I like to start businesses and do different things different projects and stuff like that 
So if I want to do those things, I know I push myself to do those things. Uh, recently, I never knew how to skate. and I could skate forward. Yeah, like I knew how to do basic stuff. Yep. But this year, I challenged myself to learn how to skate, and I've been doing pretty good. And um, nobody really knows that, but uh, my close friends on Instagram, they know because they see me fall and mm. bust my ass and I mean, everybody gonna learn fall. new stuff and, like, yeah. That's all. So I've been trying to do different things that I don't know how to do. So, yeah. I do Maybe have one something. thing that I do shy away from. Which is not good. And then sewing. Because my mom, she's a seamstress. And mm -hmm. she's like the goat. Like she does curtains, upholstery, Curtain? wedding dresses. She did her own wedding dress. Her whole wow. wedding party dresses. The pillow for the wedding. Wow. Everything she made. Like the veil and everything. Like yeah, she's damn. really hard. Like. My costumes for Black History Month and Halloween, I never had store-bought anything. <laughs> and I kind of, like, shy away from sewing. I don't know why. I want to learn now, but as a kid, like, I didn't want to learn because I saw how it made her act. And I was mm. just like, do I want to act like that? I feel that. But I feel like it's a trait that a woman should have. Like, you should know how to sew because... I know how to sew a button on. I know how to do. I know how to do bare minimum sewing. Yeah. I would say that I know how to hem. Shout out to yeah. Miss Bake. Nope. Was that Miss Bacon? And, and, and what kind of class was that again? Home economics. Yeah, and it was a. Later. Hmm. That was in high. That was in middle school. Oh, and how old are you now? Twenty nine. Oh, okay. A learning experience. Right. I'm not gonna say it again. Do you see how we go back to things and yeah. That happens a lot. I said in college. <laughs> I said in college. Well while you're going through school, secondary, whatever, like you should you should get that all of that. But once I start having to pay for this shit. No, it's not a limit on learning. I mean you can do that on your own time in a off recreational environment, I shouldn't have to pay to. Sometimes you gotta revisit stuff. <sighs> Depending on what your major is. As a kid, you probably didn't take it that serious. You probably just did it just to do it. And take adult, it that serious when that. You, you really want to challenge yourself because we get so wrapped up in the internet, and it's like we become robots. That's true. We only do what we're expected to do. That's true. And that's that curveball that you need to challenge yourself. You don't want to hear it, y'all. Because everybody has the power <laughs> to make a difference. See, she's making a difference right now. Trying to enhance my enrichment and, and such. See? I like it. <laughs> and like it through literature. Alright. <laughs> now, this is where we're going to lose a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Courageous perseverance hmm. in the face of adversity. Are you going to school and somebody bomb your house? <laughs> Are you going to school with the high risk that someone will assault you upon your arrival? Hmm. 
all for the sake of equality. Most of you said no. Just now. Like, I heard a lot. I felt a lot <laughs> of you like, said no. Yeah, I feel like in my spirit, too. A lot of you said, hell no. Nah. Yeah, hell no. Nah. I was just about to say that. Hell no. Nah. But she, she and a few others did. Mm-hmm. All for the sake of breaking a barrier for people who look like us to go to school. And as we know, during that time, the black schools had handy hand-me-downs. Like, a few generations hand-me-downs. Barely anything to, to glean from. Whereas the Anglo-Saxons, I like to say, had the, had the more, you know, up-to-date, spotless, clean, all of, all of the resources. And you dare say that you... About to throw a racial slur in there. That almost escaped me. That's not. That's not what we're gonna do. <laughs> Why not? I don't want to do it. It something like stop it. That that filter because it was gonna go very. It was gonna go very bad. Go ahead. Let it out. <laughs> that you. <laughs> <laughs> it's my face. My bad. I will look the other way. It's like they made so many different names, Coon Monkeys, like... Oh, like, uh, what was it? Uh, Boogaloo? Jigaboo. Jigaboo. Jigaboos. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's... You gotta... You gotta read, man, because I wish I could throw some of them... Mm -hmm. Draw some of them out, because... They were creative in their slurs. Mm -hmm. For sure. But they... Pickaninis. Yeah, they know. Come on, man. It's it. They went through so much, and it's some shit we take for granted. Honestly, we we we, we came up late, na- like right, yeah, late nineties, yeah, two thousands. It was pretty integrated by then. <laughs> Very much so. Okay, wait. De- depending on your district. Okay, wait. Let's go back. It was integrated, but it was still kind of a limitation on that integration okay. in the 90s. Me being in, I went, okay, I went to two schools in elementary, Garden mm-hmm. City and um, Bartow, but it's Older Sprock right mm-hmm. now. West Side, till I die. Yeah. Period. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, so... I I often talk about this. Um, I think I talked about it on the podcast. And um, Garden City, uh, because, first of all, I wasn't even supposed to be going to Garden City. I don't know why I went to Garden City. Because mm. I, I lived in Woodsville. Mm-hmm. I feel Woodsville like, stand up. Yeah, I feel like uh, Bartow was closer than Woodsville to me. But whatever. Bartow. Yeah, I feel like yeah. it's yeah it's closer to Woodsville. What you think? Mm. Woodsville is really in the middle, but... I feel like it's closer to Bartow, right? No? I'm tripping. It's like on both sides. Because if you go down Bay Street, you're bound to hit Bartow on that side. If you're going towards downtown, you're going to hit Bartow over yeah. on that side. But if you're going down 80 this way, right. you're going to hit Garden City, right? So it's kind of... It is kind of close. Really in the middle. In the middle, yeah. But anyways, um, at Garden City, um, 
I was considered a residential student mm -hmm. and resi residential classes were predominantly black. I didn't have one white person mm. in my class. Now I live near here, so y'all can see. Which is very rare. <laughs> and so when I was in Garden City, I went to kindergarten and pre-K at the same damn time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was one of those kids. I was smart because I had, I knew Shit. how to read, I knew how to write, I knew my address, my phone number, all that stuff before I got to school. Dope. I had color purple. Okay. My mom taught me how to read like that. Like, <laughs> if you look at old pictures of me as a kid, you would see like door on door, like yeah. index cards with the word door on it. That's, that's how I learned how to read. That's an idea. Yeah. That's how you should teach your kids, guys. That's how I learned. That's hard. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah so i had that going on um when i got to when i got to uh barto it wasn't until i got to barto i got into like search and magnet program mm -hmm. where it was like asians in my class black kids in my class white kids in my class mm -hmm. but i still had um I still had my neighborhood friends, and they were all black. There's my nigger friends. Yeah, <laughs> my, my niggas, you know? <laughs> For sure. Yeah, so, like, I had a perfect balance, mm -hmm. which I learned early at an early age how to code switch, mm. which I am not mm. okay. for. I'm really not for. But it's a, it's a reflex. I, you have to now, but I kind of, I kind of book, like on it. I tried a book. It's like a mixture. Yeah. It's like you... It's like a mixture. Yeah. You have to do it for certain things. I get it. But most things I try to book on it. You know. <laughs> it's like Gucci at the prison. Yeah. He all sophisticated and shit. Like, yeah. He on songs with Katy Perry and other people and stuff But like you that. know... He's that nigga. <laughs> he was don't, don't, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's a perfect example. Yeah. You gotta, how you gotta be. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I literally had a moment with my aunt. She is a teacher. And um, she came home. Like, growing up, my mom taught me how to articulate my words mm -hmm. and enunciate certain things. And when I was home, she came to visit me from Chicago. She came down. And she was like, what happened to you? Hmm? <laughs> and I'm like, girl, what? what? I'm re I'm young, but mind you, my mouth oh, was what? like 25. Oh man! So she was like, "What, what happened to you?" I'm like, "Huh?" And she was like, "You you saying day and like <laughs> you 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 talking like you ignorant?" From the Pope. Yeah, and I was like, first of all, my grandma is Gucci, and she talks like this. <laughs> and what you mean? I'm home. When you home, you you're relaxed. You yep. can talk how you're supposed to talk, or you know, you you, do you understand what I'm saying? Is the question. Should, should be do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You understand what I'm saying. So what's the problem? Did you forget that you came from Savannah? Because you could tell who from Savannah. Right. <laughs> you listen just long enough. Long you enough. Even if they're <laughs> even if they're enunciating and saying correct terms, like using proper English, quote unquote. You're Just by the things they do, the food they eat, mm -hmm. the way they manage their homes, or certain things that they do, like mm -hmm. you know, you from the south, 
Like, it's a great place to be. Why are you acting like you're not from here? Are you ashamed? I mean, shoot. Being from this, like, being here. Mm -hmm. Because most of my listeners, 84 babies, like, 30s, mid-30s to around 20s, like, late early 20s. And so, our generations, like, my sisters have theirs because my oldest sister was born mid 80s so it's just like (sighs) being here and flourishing the way that we have Mm. that's a true testament of perseverance because like you said we've learned how to adapt Mm -hmm. and though we don't like to say the word fit in like my sister said, you gotta play the game. Got to. And when and what I've learned is once you get in there and you establish that you know what you're doing, then you slowly migrate yourself back into what you do. Yeah. <laughs> A perfect example is Beyonce and Jay Z. Hmm. Talk on it. Especially Beyonce, I would say. Even Jay Z, yeah. <laughs> but like Beyonce first started out, she was clean cut, uh, kind of kept her image like, you know, consecutive or, you know, mm-hmm. you know, she was clean. Mm-hmm. Then she starts making money. They have title. Her and, you know, Jay have title. Um, got they older, several, they got grown. Yeah, they got castles and all kind of stuff. And then this like free meat. Yeah. Did you think, like, yeah. even 10 years ago, would you ever think that you would hear Beyonce say free meat on a song? No. Did you ever think she would be telling black women to get information and not, uh, and then, like, educating them on the 50th, mm-hmm. you know, anniversary of the Super Bowl and stuff mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. Now, you never thought you would hear stuff like that. And I feel like, we can we can stick with Beyonce. I got two older sisters, so I'm gonna tell you the male perspective, little brother perspective of them having from writings on the wall mm-hmm. to Renaissance. You right. know what I mean? Like, like you said, she with Destiny Child, they they was young. They mm-hmm. they like you, they was clean. Mm-hmm. They 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 breaking into it. it. It was fun. It was superficial. Just that that teenage love type shit. Mm-hmm. What was that other one that they had? Goddamn. Was the same my name? Was that the same one? Um, I know what you're talking about. Nevertheless, that's they. That's when they. That's when they started getting a little bit more spicy. Mm-hmm. That's when you know that when that when that's when they had four, ain't it? They had just fired Latavia and whatever. But anyway, then yeah, they started. Delicious. That was so, the. That's yeah, the that catapult. The, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're all for the races, ladies and gentlemen. Because, I don't think y'all ready. Because then they they meant <laughs> that <is> shit. <laughs> they meant that shit because after that, it was just grown shit yeah. at the whole way through. Mm-hmm. Cater to you. Mm-hmm. God, uh, then then be yeah went on her own. So yep. that little sparkly ensemble she had, I guess that was telling the message. It was 
it was about to get real. Yeah. And just from there, it just kind of went. Cause that's when she was really with Jay. That's when they was making all them collabs, and you know, okay. people look me. Man, that was that was a wild time. Crazy in love. That's that sealed it. Yeah. And like you said, once she established who she was, it's Beyonce. Yeah. Now she has to create a freedom. To do whatever she wants because mm-hmm. she know one, y'all gonna see it, mm-hmm. y'all gonna follow it, mm-hmm. y'all gonna absorb it, and but all the while she's subliminally giving those history lessons, like that March to See um, video. I forgot, I don't know what video it is, but I read that it, like one of the videos she paid tribute of the fact that you know them slaves mm-hmm. when. Drown themselves right. instead of being captive. Like that's some powerful shit. Like, like even all like, uh, what album is that? Um, the one before is it the last one she just did? Not Renaissance, but the one before that. Uh, Lemonade. I hate that album. You hate that album? I I feel I understand because it's a woman's album, so I I could get that. But um, it talks about like just different eras that women go through. And I know y'all see a lot of stuff on Twitter. Or this is my soft era. This is this era. Blah, I muted blah. Beyonce on Twitter. But, I mean, yeah, I don't follow her. But it's just it's like uh, a hashtag. Soft girl era or mm. boss bitch era or whatever. We, women do go through these different phases in life or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, um, nevertheless, like, it's just certain moments you can relate to. Especially me being my age. I'm 30. So, it's kind of like... I could look back and say, oh, I remember when... You 30? <laughs> Ooh, no. Okay. Yeah, well, I, black could back, crack, well, yeah, yeah. I could look back and be like, oh, I remember when I was, like, crazy in love. Or I can remember when, shit, I just thought I was... It was no hope for tomorrow or, you know. <laughs> or I remember when I had kids. Well, I had kids, but, you know. You know, women... You can go back and look. Me, myself, and I. Yeah. In the end. She felt that. <laughs> but yeah. I think those are... Once you once you establish yourself as a woman, then you, I feel like it's, that's the best time where you can reach back and go back and grab other women. And if you look at Follow Beyonce, even though I'm against feminism, hmm. um, that movement itself... um. I do like the way that she does look out for other women. Even though she's kind of seen as superior, mm-hmm. it's not like, oh, um, I don't care about other women, you know? Word. I want the backtrack. I know you do. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> You're not going to bypass that like you didn't just say But go ahead. I want to hear it. Yeah, that's it. very rare for a female to say that, right? I want to hear it. Yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm against feminism because... Oh, um, I told you I'm in for a treat today. Yes, <laughs> come on. Because feminism, um, it goes against just the way of life mm-hmm. in itself. And it's also kind of equivalent to what they're doing with pushing LGBTQT. <laughs> oh, yes. Come on. So, um, if we have feminism... That creates the mindset that we don't need a man. We don't need each other. And I, I don't want to say we don't need a man. It's just so to speak, we don't need each other, period. That's right. Come on. So, um, if we don't need each other, how are we going to procreate? 
what's gonna happen to the world. It. See, I knew I wasn't crazy. I said I've been talking about it. So, what's left? Oh, we're definitely gonna have you back. <laughs> oh yes. So I mean, it's just I mean, make it make sense, like. Feminism, it's it's all good to empower women, make fit women feel good, you make them head. have knowledge of themselves, and let them know their worth. I'm all for that. But when it comes to saying, "Oh, fuck a nigga, we don't need him for shit," we do need niggas. Like, what, what do you mean? They need us. We need them. Like, you tripping? <laughs> how do we? How are we supposed to? Operate? We gonna take it there because this is my podcast, so I want to go there. Um. Science has made shit comfortable. Mm. I agree. Because if y'all didn't have the prospects of surrogacy and, and BBLs and, and vitros and just any all those other things to procreate without men contact, mm. y'all be asked out. Uh, many of you would be asked out. Literally. And I <laughs> and I I mean I'm I can't say I'm against I don't know. I haven't taken a stand on feminism. I guess that's my official answer. I haven't taken I know it's there. Okay. Yeah. There's this belief, you know. Women women have this, you know and I say y'all can if you put your mind to it, you can do what you want. Mm-hmm. I've seen some very strong women in my lifetime. You can do what you want. Okay, this is my thing. On fem- feminism, okay, so it's kind of like with the, I don't know the correct term, is it stud, dyke, oh, or man. shit, bull dagger, whatever, bull dagger. <laughs> whatever, you know, with okay. those terms, not saying that either one is right or wrong, because I yeah. don't really know, I'm very Pick ignorant your title. when it it's comes okay. to, you know, gays and lesbians. Because I'm strictly dickly. Um, it's kind of like when you're a female and you challenge a man about, say for instance, if I'm a, I'm a stud or whatever and you have a wife and I find your wife attractive and I'm like... I'll beat you like the dude you look like. Exactly. You can't say, oh, I can do anything a man can do, da, da, da. And granted, you're... You're a good-sized male. Yeah. How the fuck am I supposed to, you know, survive Hey, man, this? listen. Um, <laughs> in that regard, I'm, I'm a very... I will use my words before I result to any physical... But, 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 but what if I'm challenging you? Like, if you, I want her. I want your wife. Like, you what you gonna do? You don't want your life. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Because that's, that's... And I say that from a perspective of... My work history. Mm-hmm. I I I've been in a situation where I've had to use physical force in certain situations, and that's on some work shit. So if I could do that on some work shit, I don't know what I want to do on some personal shit. Mm. And I don't think you do either. Mm. <laughs> so it's 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 on some. I'm I'm scared for both of us. Not I'm scared of you. I get that. But I don't know what like I would do too. to you in a heat of I I'm might black out on your ass, and I would hate for. You, to find out after I came back. Oh, and man. you in jail. You ain't realize until oh, you were in handcuffs. Like, I hope they get me out. <laughs> I, I feel like, free me. Free me. Talk about free me. Free me. Free. Like, and that's that's just why I stand on conflict. And I think that's the yeah. best way I can articulate that. So, 
if you if in just sticking to your analogy, if you if you were that type of manly female that that felt that they could step to April mm-hmm. and think shit sweet, you're a sucker. Damn, <laughs> I felt that like. Don't do that. I feel convicted. Don't don't think. <laughs> don't let PK fool you, man. I. My daddy is Bishop. I'm not. Not me. Oh, I feel that. My name is Faith. And oh my gosh. Like people have this. That second means something. Yeah, that means the like, second coming, baby. First of all, I, I did not name myself. They put this chosen. on me. Yeah, it was chosen for me. I, I did not do this myself. The second means the second coming in that type of situation. Do not play with it. So that's just a PSA. I, I'm, I'm happily married. I'm. She's happily married, so yeah, that's that on that. <laughs> but nevertheless, I'm loving this conversation because we only on number three. Um, so yes, courageous perseverance in the face of adversity. I have two Martin Luther King books on the docket. Hmm. So I'm out of his father, guys. I'm going. Hardy <laughs> <laughs> heart. I'm going to save the quotes for them, but. Listen, you're going to always come to a point of adversity. Mm-hmm. So go ahead, gird your loins, gird your teeth, and get to it. Because on the other side of the adversity is advancement. Right. So keep pushing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you. we may not be in the time of bombings, depending on what you into. But nevertheless, you're going to run into some type of blockade, minute or monumental. But just keep pushing. Faith of a mustard seed, remember? That's all you need. That's what they say. So keep pushing it. And we say the best for us. Segregation. Mm. Bullying. Mm. Violence. Mm. And bombing. Mm. We gonna end this conversation on a bang. My lord. <laughs> Pun intended. <laughs> Man, uh, and this is just a free conversation because we know what we talk about. So it's really, it's really that time of the civil rights movement, man. Like, they really was bombing. Churches with live people inside, off the strength of y'all do not want to integrate. Hmm. You'd rather kill them all than live among. That's crazy. That's deep. That is crazy. Is it that serious though? In those words, no. Like, why is it? Why does it matter that much? Y'all massacred. Numbers of black people on million, uh, not millions, but many occasions. Mm-hmm. Hell, it might be millions. Our textbooks don't tell it all. So, yeah. on many occasions, and we're just talking segregation. We're not in even America, talk- man. That's man. it in America. We're not talk even talking about all over the world. Come on, come on, Mother Malaya. <laughs> tell them about it. Yeah, that's why we brought you here. Enlighten them. <laughs> it's deeper than that, like. The beginning of time, <laughs> really, if you really want to take it there. Because honestly, them Hebrews, <laughs> slaves. So slavery wasn't the thing of the 19, 18, whatever hundreds. Like, that that, that wasn't a new thing. We talking B.C. money. <laughs> but for Christ, slavery was a thing. <laughs> and... Though there wasn't bombing at that time as much, there still was the fact of violence. Whoops. One of my favorite movies is The Prince of Egypt. Mm. Prince of Egypt, I can, if you put that on, I will sit down and watch that. 
It was a good soundtrack for one. Very good soundtrack. Um, when you believe Mariah Carey yeah. and Whitney Houston, God rest her. So yeah, that's the whole soundtrack from beginning to song to end. Like it's it's a masterpiece of a movie, mm-hmm. and it's literally like one of, if not the first black cartoon movie. Yes. From Disney. Yes. Pick, DreamWorks, actually. Oh but yeah. Yes. Well, still. Disney owns everything. So. True. So <laughs> it's it's that that. Historian, yes, <laughs> but you look. I, I I draw from that movie because you talk about the Hebrews being slaves, and you see how they didn't shy away from showing them relentlessly whipping them and pushing them down, and just <sighs> even the fact that Pharaoh was black. The whole cast was black. That's that's the beauty. I love that movie. It's the closest adaptation that they've had thus far. In a cartoon form, which is very rare. So, kudos to them. We only really getting back into it with these movies of today. Yeah, like... A lot of our cartoons of the 90s didn't mm -hmm. have a lot of black... We didn't have a a second black cartoon until, was it The Princess and the Frog? That's recent. Nah, Proud Family. Oh, yeah, yeah, Proud Family. Let's take it back to Proud Family because that... Well, Hey Arnold had one. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. We got to go back to Rugrats. Rugrats had one. It's always that one. Susie Susie was the token black girl in Rugrats. And she only came in sparing episodes. Yeah, like, she just popped in sometimes. In the writer's room. They were like, all right, we need to bring Susie in. I'm here. We need to bring Susie. We haven't used Susie in a while. Bring her her to come play. That, that reminds me of, like, jobs. Like, mm. when they're like, oh, we hire diversity. We need that 1% of colors in here. Meet that quota, boy. Yeah. That's what, That's it. Yeah. Now, naturally, I ain't talking about my job. I have no... <laughs> if you all are listening, I'm, I'm quite content where I am. However, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, in other corporations, they, they do... Want to make sure they just have that that face on the brochure. Mm-hmm. In schools, no less. Private schools, they they accept those black kids on mm-hmm. quote unquote scholarship in order to mm-hmm. uphold their diversity. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that that it ain't just because we integrated. Nah, we need to make sure that our board of directors see that we're open to everyone. And don't, don't, don't get it wrong. Those who are there on quote-unquote scholarship are giving something to that school. Mm-hmm. It's all about the money. The attraction to the school. It's all about the money. So segregation may not be colored only whites only, but as I said in Let's Talk, the signs may not be up, but they're there. It's definitely there. That's amazing. I can think that. That's my first episode. That was a hard episode. <laughs> Listen, segregation... You, they literally said, no, you cannot go to this bathroom. Whites only. You cannot. Shout out to Hidden Figures, man. The man knocking oh, down yeah. the whites only sign, man. That was That's a powerful scene. If you have not seen Hidden Figures, it's on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that's a powerful movie of segregation and how that subliminal bullying in the workplace happens. Like, mm-hmm. bro, three of the most brilliant minds were subjected to the most mediocre circumstances because of their skin color. 
yeah, now we, we, we're a little more hip. We're more educated. We're more vocal. We got all these protests going on. We can, we, we're that people, I guess, now. So in our workplace, we, we address everything. And that's not a bad thing. Don't let these people slide on you. Yeah. I mean, let them, uh, I don't care what don't, I say. <laughs> I ain't going to saying just wreak havoc, but if, if, if the occasion calls for it, <laughs> then yeah. But I'm, I go to work just to, to really just do my job. Do, do my job. Do my best at my job. Get through these eight hours and run most. But in between those eight hours, if certain, something pop up, I'm a pop off. There's period. Basically, that's just how it's going basically. down. And I, I've, I've done well to, to try to, um, to get my stuff together and keep my composure. But man, I can't let everything slide. Yeah, you can't. Because I agree. Because look, I'm 29. Dealing with people in their 40s and 50s, close to 50s. Let's talk about it. And <laughs> I want, and this again, precursor. I'm content where I am. I just want to be able to effectively do my job and go home. And go home. <laughs> and you're not going to do such a thing. And then I let it ride, and you think you can keep doing it because then we're gonna have a real. You give problem. them an inch, they're gonna take a mile. Let me just address it now, right. so that, that we way. don't have no other problem. Like, right. and I don't even come to work with problems. I like what I do. I I genuinely like what I do. Like, it's it's cool. It so, pays the bills. Yeah, that. But it, it is <laughs> it is cool, and I just I just want to make sure I do it and. I don't like when people try to prevent me from doing my job. I feel whether you, like whether you know it or not, you you're preventing me from doing my job, and now I have to let you know it. My, <laughs> I was told I need to monitor my 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 emails because I be. Oh, you one of those? <laughs> you be emailing like it's a text message, and you have a certain tone in there, huh? I guess. Yeah. I'm I'm nice nasty like that. Like you may it's gonna make you think like is this girl trying? But that's my thing, I like it's an email. Like is that not the same thing as a text, a text message? message? It is, but in but a professional environment. It's a more professional text message. Yeah. That don't mean like the tone ain't still there. I just use different words to convey my message. It's nice nasty. And then, But I'm still respectful. Yeah, it's nice nasty, like you're saying it in a nice way, but the tone is like, who is she talking to? Who are you talking to? Got to read the email again. Hmm? Yeah, it's making you think, like, you being smart, me? Nah, I, 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 <laughs> let me not talk about where I don't feel like them trying, but I, it's just a thing, man. Like, when you, and no, I'm not saying there's any segregation or bullying at my job. That's not what I'm saying. It might be. I don't know. I'm going to say it because he might be scared. You know, it I'm might trying be. to keep my job. Make it, sure. God will provide. Amen. That's why I need you to understand. Amen. If it's for Amen. you, it's going to be for you. Amen. So I'm going to say this. It may be, it may not be any bullying or maybe some bullying at his job. 
And if it is, I just be in my lane. I just be chilling. He be in the cut, but he pee. But he just not gonna say nothing. I peep everything. He got four eyes. All of them. You see what's going on. Everything. (laughs) There you go. There we go. And it's just like when we again. Okay, if I had a time machine. I wish I had one. I wish I had one because I would. Shout out to Big Crit. (laughs) (laughs) That would be dope if if I yeah he needs to write something that'd be dope. (laughs) Um. If I had a time machine, I already said I would go back to the time of Jesus. I want to see that. Hmm. That would be Yeshua. I want to chill with Yeshua. See what he was like. See, that's my family's name. Joshua. Wow. And another history lesson. So, you know we like Caribbean or African descent. Mm -hmm. Either one. Mm -hmm. So, um, one of my ancestors... Uh, on his headstone, it says, you know, American uh, English is Joshua. Hebrew is Yeshua. And Caribbean, African, whatever we were, um, I say African. It says Joshua. It's spelled Josh, U, letter U, way. Okay. You say that fast? Joshua. Joshua. Yeah, it sounds African. Yeah. You know? So, it's kind of hard to see that. I have a picture of it. I can show it to you, but... I would like to see that. Yeah. It's kind of hard. I mean, I just had to put that out there. Sorry. That's dope. No, that's... (laughs) I like that. Like, that's that's hard. Like, again, learn learn something, bro. Like, you gotta have the love to learn. Yeah. Take that back to the first. You have to... You have to want to... Want to learn. Digest information. That's... And I guess that's the key to... I don't have time to read. Okay. See, yeah, and I hate that because it's it's uh, people. I have another reader here. Oh <laughs> yes. It's it's people who just want to. They have a desire to be taught. <laughs> they don't have a desire to go ye. They don't have no go ye to go learn and figure it Ooh, out on their they own. They have the desire to be taught, but not the desire to learn. Right. Yes. Learn from them for themselves. Let they, that be. They want be. guidance. They don't want to experience. They want guarantee, not guidance. Yeah, they want it. They just want it easy. I, Hand I don't like it people to like me. that. Give it to me. Or just take stuff, you know. I don't like that. Unless it's like being taken from white people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, they took a lot of stuff. I mean, it's you know, get back. I'm not. <laughs> He's not gonna say anything <laughs> about what I just said, <laughs> so I'm saying it for him. Oh. <laughs> it's go- it's a lot of that going on right now. It's okay. Cause I'm like, if every black person don't pay their taxes, what are they gonna do? <sighs> just say fuck it. Trump didn't pay his fucking taxes. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm not going to put all us in jail. He was a whole president. Like that would... What would... What? <laughs> African Americans as a whole... Why are we paying taxes anyway? Taxes is one of the most stupidest shits I've ever heard. Like, I, you still can't convince me of a good reason why we have to pay taxes. 
I don't care what your reasoning is. You can't give me a good reason. What are we paying y'all for? We working. I am waking up at the ass crack of dawn to make sure that I am at a job on time to work eight hours for what? To barely, depending on your profession, to barely live, and then you got to turn back around and file your taxes? On top of inflation? And then there's no guarantee that you're getting no refund. And that's this. Like, I I've said my stance on working. I was so mad when, like, oh, God, when those refunds came during the pandemic. Because I'm like, dang, maybe I should have had seven kids. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of those moments I was like, dang, why I ain't had seven kids? I was about to sit here and say, like, you really do got to have kids to get something back on your refund. That's and that's sad. It's really sad. I'm not, not sad, but you know. I'm really out here trying to make do and be a good, upstanding citizen. You mean you tell me I can't get nothing back? Nothing. Nothing. And then some people have the misfortune to have to pay the state and federal. Like, oh my God. My Lord. What more do you want from me? And then when you owe them. You owe them. They try to make it seem like, especially like if you get a little something back, but you got to pay another one back, like something like you could take it out of it. You could take it out. Make it seem like it's a good thing, but I still have to pay you. So I'm not getting all of this back. I just, I, I, I need to move to a country where there is no taxes. I've been thinking about UK. It really has been on my mind. Lately. I want Switzerland. Yeah. I've been to Switzerland, actually. How is that? It's beautiful. See? I got the it. water is clean, too. I, I love water. Like, you could drink from the actual mountain spring. Like, oh, that's nice. Yeah. Forget water bottles. I'm just going to Yeah. Drink I mean, but they, there they drink, like, sparkling water mostly. That's dope. Yeah. yeah. In Car- Europe, period, they drink mostly sparkling water. Because here's the thing. Yeah. I don't, I don't, and I'm not going to put my spouse's opinion out in the world like that. However, <laughs> if... Y'all see that Powerball of Billy? Mm. Whoever win it, mm. tread lightly. I ain't, I ain't threatening nobody, but I'm just saying, you know the world you live in. You Don't let nobody know. Wear a mask. You need to go ahead and purchase your mask now. Yeah, Halloween. Get the find somebody's own from. Get from. you some. If you short, get you some heels. If you skinny, get you some body armor to make yourself look big. Woke up. <laughs> you don't need no wear all black everything with no identifiers. I'm talking gloves. gloves. Everything. Cover <laughs> like, your neck. Everything. You Tattoos. Need, you need to come with a turtleneck, with a ski mask, with the glasses on, with a Spider-Man something over it, with a Thor something over it. Like, you need to make sure you're a... A mummy. Something. <laughs> a they mummy. don't need to know who you are. You need to be looking like an Avengers villain <laughs> signing over for that Billy, bro. And I know it, I know you get a tax. I know you're going to probably take home. How much you think they're going to take home after taxes? Again, there goes those taxes. I'm like, why are you taxing it? I want that shit. Y'all, y'all Indian giving at this point. How you offering and then take back? That's America for your ass. Tell me, man, if I ever, if I ever got that good bag, man, I'm out of here. I hope, I pray to God, April's down. I love (laughs) y'all. But if I get the opportunity to go, and that's what people gotta realize. Oh, why would you say that, man? I mean, I was just born here. What's holding you back, like? Ludacris got a dual citizenship. 
Africa. Where, where, yeah, I want to go to Africa. I really, before I die, I, I really want to go to Africa. I really feel like I'll, I'll be emotional like once I touch down. Yeah. I feel it already. Now I ain't even there. Like, ooh, so shit. would you move to Africa if you got that billion dollars? If. Where would you go? I said Switzerland. Switzerland? But you would stay there permanently or like just visit? No, I would stay there permanently. You stay there? Because look, my thought is I'm going to be remote and I, I have what I need in my house. Whoop, whoop. Mm-hmm. And I'm a sucker for scenery. So yeah. I know Switzerland. Switzerland is all right. It's all right. I would say the one of the most beautiful places is probably Greece. Uh, I've been to Italy and France. They're both beautiful. But I would say Ireland would be probably up there because I'm. I think I'm six point five percent Irish. I think Tiffany, like yeah, my sister did that. Yeah, I like Ireland. The green pastures and like just the greenery itself. Like I think with, Hogwarts was supposed to be out in Ireland. Yeah, and like the cobblestone homes. I just think that's pretty. Like I read dope. Angela's ashes coming up. <laughs> and I um I when Austria and Switzerland were probably. Okay, it just depends on what you like. Mm-hmm. I'm an outside nature person, so I would like Austria and Switzerland. But if I wanted to like have a city life and just enjoy good food and music, so to speak, or just culture in itself, I would like probably... I don't know if I could choose between France or, or Italy. See, but here's the thing. I don't want all this I money. I say Italy, though. I don't want all this money. And I already know how I would divvy it up between my loved ones. So after I do handle all of those affairs, taking this chunk of money and I'm... And I would hope that I ain't got to work no more. Like, ever again in life. So that means I would have a... Of just books. Like, just get books and paint and just kick it and make my pocket. <laughs> but see, is that I'm different. I'm very different. Talk to me. So, my idea of freedom, which I've been talking about all month, last month, um, is when I don't have to work. Yeah. So, and I understand what you're saying, doing what you love, like books and painting. But I don't want no physical labor. I want the money just to come in and I'm just chilling or doing, spending time with my family or like, not the family I came from necessarily, but the one I created. <laughs> the ones I want around me, yes. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I don't love them. I do love them and I do spend time with them, but I feel I'm what you're saying. Now, so, I feel what you're saying. Yeah, so I think that would be my idea of what I would want. And yeah. I don't. I. But you're. I can see what you're saying. You're. You're creative. So, putting that out. All of that shit would be for me. Like, yeah, it would be. It would be. It would be self filling for you. So I understand that. I would need something to do. For me. Yeah, for you. Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people don't have that, or they haven't tapped into that creativity for themselves. A lot of people aren't married. A lot of people are parents. A lot of people are just plain workers and they don't have that time for themselves that they allow to create and just even vibe out by themselves. Like, outside your spouse, who are you? What do you like? 
What do you like to do? Outside your kids, who are you? What do you like to do? Mm-hmm. So I feel like you do have to have something for yourself. And I went through that like at an early age, like my early 20s. Like I was like, dang, I, I don't have nothing for myself. I could do a lot of things. I'm good at a lot of things. But what's my thing that I need to do for myself? And those two paintings and books and the podcast, all of that really kind of came in succession. Because I really started reading in 2018, then came pandemic, and Mm then I was painting, and then podcast. So it just all kind of fell into place. But you're right. And that's why a lot of people don't like being by themselves. Yeah, but you need that, you know, You have to be able to be. Yeah, you need that. Listen. Listen to us. You have to be able to be by yourself. You have to have the wherewithal and capacity to spend time by yourself. All by myself. Y'all don't want to be. Y'all have to be. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. Ah, Clueless. Um, (laughs) Listen, man. That's 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 real. And I love these type of conversations because we. That's that's. It's a vibe. That's I love it. I love it. It's so much more joyful than segregation bombing <laughs> and violence. And it's, listen, just just to bring it full circle, like, again, education is priceless. Learn something about yourself or learn something new. I mean, the learning experience, like, Mother Malaya. Mela. Mela. Two syllables. Mela. See? Taylor Port. That's three syllables. <laughs> Mother Mela says, Man, listen. I've said it three times. We already gonna have you back. Because Yeah. This 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 was great. Like just talking about we talked about a lot a lot oh man time flies when you're learning honestly see <laughs> and it's it's i don't even want to just backtrack what we talked through because it's it's so much but for y'all listening this was a very special book this this was a very 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 special book um, because again, it's telling a live history. Hmm. This ain't somebody dead and gone. This somebody still here. That if you look online, you can find them on Instagram or some shit. Like you, they're here, and they're telling a story about what they did to them. And again, we're not racist here at O2 the Podcast. Black people can't be racist, Period. but we can observe and and discuss factual events in this country. The fact that they're trying to take that out of the curriculum speaks volumes. And I shared a post the other day said the books that they want to ban are the books that show the world the shame. Hmm. So, nah. 
I'm not saying this from a sinister perspective. It's more from a scholarly one. Like, black people really went through hell just to have the same opportunities as white people. Mm-hmm. And I want to piggyback on that. Um, so, we're going to go back. When we were talking about politics, mm-hmm. um, I had a meeting, right? Mm-hmm. It was someone very important. Um, her name is Stacey Abrams. Mm-hmm. And in that meeting, um, she asked, uh, what do we want as, <laughs> wow. as mm-hmm. a Gullah Geechee culture? Mm-hmm. And what I explained to her, she was literally sitting like right here to my right. Mm-hmm. We were like this far apart. And I let everyone in the room go. So she goes, she was like, I want to hear what Faith has to say. So I said, well, the oldest person in the room was Otis Johnson. Mm-hmm. And I said, Mr. Johnson just turned 80. Mm-hmm. I am, this was this year, matter of fact. I said, I'm 29, and he's 80. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is either 50, 60, and that's it. There's no reason for an 80-year-old and a 29-year-old and just 50 and 60 being at this table, right. having this discussion. It's a discussion. whole gap. Yeah, it's a huge gap. And she was like, don't say huge like that. It is. <laughs> Literally a 30-year gap. About yeah. 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. And if we just talking from me and him, that's a 60-something mm-hmm. year gap. Like, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Why, why are we having this huge gap? But nevertheless, like, um, I, I'm, the, I'm only the youngest at the table. Mm-hmm. But it was like college kids on the couch behind me. And I was like, if they never went to college, they would have never known what Gullah Geechee was. Mm-hmm. They would have never known that they are Gullah Geechee. Mm-hmm. And all the people in at the table, it was uh, Pastor Robertson from Kingdom Life. Uncle Chuck. Um, it was uh, Miss Shabazz. It was Pat Gunn. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Miss uh, Waters from Armstrong, which is now Georgia Southern. Um, and it's Miss uh, Van Walker. She's okay. from the Civil Rights Museum. And also the big legendary Dr. Ture. Ooh. He was at the table. Wow. So I'm with all these people who are very influential in the culture of Gullah Geechee and as well as the black community in Savannah. Mm-hmm. And they all are saying, oh, one saying home ownership. You know, that's mm-hmm. Pastor Robertson. He's big on that and he's very influential with that, even in his church or whatever. Right. He f- enforces that a lot. Um, some people are saying uh, businesses. Let's not forget about black-owned businesses. Mm-hmm. Um, even uh, Miss Waters, she's talking, coming from a college perspective. Uh, you know, Harvard has Gullah Geechee culture and this, that, and third. And then, you know, Dr. Torre, he's coming from a community perspective. And Pat Gunn, she's saying, oh, about the history. We need the history. And blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm like, Y'all skipping. Y'all <laughs> skipping the main thing that we need right now. And we need bodies. The streets need a body. Yeah, and but we need to start at age two. Start them early. Because if we don't start at age two, they gonna go to BT, they're gonna go to rap, they're gonna go to music. Your child just don't be on They gonna go to Instagram, they're gonna go to YouTube, and they're gonna feel like, oh that's me. 
instead of having it at home, instead of having it in school, in daycare. And I'm like, why? A lot of black people don't go to college, so how would they know I'm going to get you? They don't, they think that that's ignorant. Oh, you dressed as an African, or you wear locks, or you. They thinking that shit around voodoo. Yeah, they associate it with voodoo. And a lot of people associate that with me. They, They look at me and they're like, Oh, she probably do voodoo or she got she do roots. So I'm like, damn. I just can't be from around the way. Shit. <laughs> Y'all are just out of touch with culture. And mm. a lot of people don't want to accept that and they don't really see it as such. I blame kind of religion, so to speak, but at the same time, I blame the household you grew up in. Yeah, education do start at home. So that's real. I, That's what I said at the table. And I was like, we need this in our curriculum at high school, middle school, elementary, even daycare. Mm-hmm. It's a, it should be a requirement. Especially in cities like Charleston, Savannah, and even on the East All Coast. All of this whole, yeah. this whole area. Yeah, so I feel like, but we only talking about Georgia because she's a senator. So, but that's what we need. That's what we want. Because without that, what are y'all talking about? These people are not going to know how because to sustain land cer- and businesses. And some of these people are not going to college. So, make it make sense. After a certain point, that interest is going yeah. to diffuse. Yeah. So, you got to start early. And I don't, I don't I think a lot of people realize that shit. Like, mm-hmm. early don't mean six, seven years old. Mm-mm, two. You close to losing them at six, seven That's years old. That's what I'm telling you. Like, <laughs> you have to start at two. As soon as they learn and understand, girl, you got to get you. Get over there and do this mm-hmm. and do that. Like, wrench this off right quick. Wrench it out. Like, <laughs> Listen, it's it's so important. And that's why, and not just because of our conversation, because it's, bro, we're only almost halfway through this library of mine. Mm-hmm. And it's so much more to come. And a lot of it is historical, honestly. A lot of the content to come is historical. So, yeah. You gonna have a mic with your name on it? It's lit. (laughs) Oh, too lit. Listen, I hope that everybody appreciated. And when I say appreciate, really understood, really conceptualized, really embraced the information that was brought today. Um, Again, I don't want to give a lot of spoilers to this book because you need to read or hear this. However, you get your literature, get this story from the source. You don't need to hear it from that. You don't need to hear it. All of the intricate details from me. You need to be able to see what Carlotta Walls Lanier had to say about being a child. A lot of us think we hard when we adults. Mm. She was a child. Gangster. Who had to face death every day just to get an education. And with that. I want to make sure we handle business first before I touch on this last part. <sighs> it is a very, very weird day, a sad day, 
for us in the community today of recording is November 1st mm. where we thank 111 mm. you know we 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 woke up to some really wild news this morning and I'm gonna even though I am feeling this Taylor part I am going pull a little and I want to make sure I do this right. I would like to give a moment of silence for Kershnik Kari Ball. Most authentic Infectiously known as Takeoff. It's a moment of silence, man. It's so wild, bro. Like, we talked about violence, bro. Over a dice game, bro. Hmm. Y'all at a bowling alley, shooting dice, and Quavo get, I don't even want to spin that narrative or, or do that because whereas a lot of people just thinking about the group itself or some business shit, all of them was related. Family, blood related. Like, this wasn't no we met each other around the way type shit. Like, these men have the same DNA running through their veins mm -hmm. and now off of a scuffle or a altercation on gambling it resulted in a life and the one you never in a million years would want to put in danger mm. yeah that's Everyone has their opinions, and I don't. I don't want to speak so much on the situation itself, because and it like it could have been like avoided, and that's why I can leave it at. But God don't make no mistakes, and it's 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 whatever He wanted. It's just a reminder to all of us: life is short. Because the man didn't even see it coming. It wasn't his altercation. He did not see it. So that's why I said, I tweeted earlier, it's humbling because we all this age. The man was 28. You was talking earlier how Migos done been around since we was in college. Like, high, like late high school. Like, this man was 28. Younger than most of us. Lived the grand life, sure. But still... Well, Still. So prayers to Quavo, Offset, the whole family. I, it's it's a very unfortunate situation to have to 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 contend with, and knowing how it feels to have lost a close loved one, I can only imagine. You feel me? Um, yeah. 
one, like I said, wanted to make sure we took care of business before we got that off. But mother, Mela, <laughs> teleport wasn't gonna get me again. Mother, I appreciate you for coming and enlightening me on our familial ties. That's that's <laughs> that's dope. Like the fact that this, like you said, wasn't just by circumstance, but it was. It, this was meant. And I, listen, this was just our first conversation. I can't, you don't even know what's in store for the next. That's why I'm so excited, because you don't even know. Oh boy. You have no <laughs> idea. So it's, it's, it's going to be an amazing time. And for you all who listened, I, I thank y'all. I thank y'all. I thank y'all. I hope that you all took something from today. I hope that you, you know, learn something and hopefully apply something. Go get into this book, man. A Mighty Long Way. Carlotta Walls in there. If you want to hold it, I got it. If you want to go listen to it, Audible, wherever you get your audiobooks. But shit, go get it. This is the O2 Lit Podcast. This is your host, Matt. And until we meet again, everybody, stay lit. By the hero I soon